You are listening to the fastest growing sports investing podcast in the world. If you're looking for no-nonsense, actionable sports investing information and insight, all geared to increase your bankroll, you've come to the right place. And now, the wait is over. Direct from the real MrACL.com, this is the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I give you A-C-L. And welcome back into the ACL Pod featuring Captain Wags. I'm ACL, he's Wags. We're making our way through the NFC and the NFC East halfway done. New York Giants, the New York football Giants, the Daniel Jones Joe Judge, Jason Garrett, Freddie Kitchens, lead football, Giants wags. Um, yeah, the website, guys, therealmrACL.com, acl-sports.com. Check those both out. We're on social, obviously, as well, Twitter and Instagram. Here are the numbers, wags. The New York Giants, 6-10 and 10 last year, which was almost good enough to win the division, tied for second in the East. Season one total this year, 7.5, minus 110 both sides, minus 110 flat. Odds to win the division this year, plus 375. Odds to win the NFC, 33-1. to 1. Odds to win the Super Bowl, if you think Daniel Jones can be a Super Bowl champ, along with the Clapper, 75-1. to 1. <laughs> Odds to make the playoffs, plus 2-10. Give me your thoughts on the New York football giants and the Clapper, Jason Garrett, as their OC. Can't beat those those coaches right there. Joe Judge, Jason what a list. Garrett, what a list. Kitchens. And the list goes on and on. I will say that I do like their defensive coordinator, Patrick Graham. Okay. So, um, you know, for whatever that's worth, it's not worth too much. And the reason is <laughs> the Giants organization it buys into the media and, and they're influenced by the media too much. So they go out and who do they get? They get Kenny Galladay. They have Sterling Shepard. They have Darius Slayton. Um, they go out and get John Ross. So some of these big play threats, they're like, oh, and we'll, let's go out and draft Kadarius Tony, also a very good player, very fast player. All these guys are going to make the Giants offense be great. Wrong. And the reason is, and it's not because of Daniel Jones, who I think gets a bad rap. I'm not saying I think he's great. I don't think he's very, you know, he, I think he could be better. And I think he has potential to be better. But again, what does Cap and Wags preach? offensive line this could be the worst offensive line in the nfl okay and that's with a stud left tackle andrew thomas that they drafted last year from georgia everybody else is not good they're none of them are good they're not good and honestly i feel bad for daniel jones it's a good thing that he can run around back there he's an athlete he can you know he's got legs um but you know he's gonna have to get the ball out quick to a big-bodied receiver like Kenny Galladay. And, um, you know, with Sterling Shepard in the slot and Kadarius Toney maybe coming in for some, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, a- a- as an athlete role, right, to be positioned all over the field, um, I think he's got that, that potential. And with Saquon ba- Barkley, you know, maybe that gives a little bit of time for him, but the offensive line um, is really going to be the biggest hole and I think that's going to be their biggest issue. Now, the Giants' defense, they're okay. That's they're, a different story. Yeah, they're, Pretty it's completely good. different. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. good. You know, I think they're middle of the pack towards upper echelon. Of the, I'm not saying they're top 10, but I think they're certainly a top 15 defense in the league. Mm-hmm. I like what they do. They got Leonard Williams um, from the Jets and, and Austin Johnson from Tennessee to really 
uh, clog up the hole. They're going to be a very good run-stuffing defense, and I think they have um, pretty strong um, de- uh, defensive backs. Uh, where they struggle is getting a rush uh, on the pass rush, right? So who's going to get up the field? Um, is Dexter Lawrence going to be the guy? Um, are they going to have guys come off the outside? They need to get more of a push from you know the, their defensive ends and their li- outside linebackers to make plays. But they have a pretty solid back uh, secondary, and um, because of that, they're going to be able. And because of a weak division, they'll be able to hang around divisional games. Um, you know, and, and and maybe they make more plays to to give Daniel Jones a short field. But they have the athletes. Look, if Saquon stays healthy with Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, um, and, and Kadarius Tony, they have the playmakers to do stuff. But you know, with with a and forget you know Evan Ingram, not a bad tight end at all either. But their offensive line is really porous. It's going to be tough to block, especially teams like the Washington Football Team mm-hmm. and um, you know Dallas, and you know it's just very difficult. I struggle with the Giants on where I. You know, when I look at their schedule, how I see it playing out. But, you know, they open against two of the toughest defenses in the league in Denver and Washington. That's very difficult. Um, At least they host Atlanta in the third game. But then they got to go back to back on the road in two domes uh, in, you know, at New Orleans, at Dallas. Then they come home to play the Rams, another great defense. And by the way, Carolina at home getting better. And then they got to go to Kansas City. It's not, you know, doesn't look that promising for the Giants. Um, You know, I don't have a bet in. I'm leaning under on this, um, but we'll see where I play. ACL, how do you feel? I feel that here are the numbers on Daniel Jones-Wags. The last two seasons, 29 fumbles. (laughs) I had to do a double take when I saw that stat. 17 lost. 29 fumbles and 22 interceptions in two years. Yeah, I get crazy. that it's 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 not helpful when you're under pressure. I get it, but right. Well, that's to me. Take look, a sack. You you look at fumbles, right? A qu- when a quarterback fumbles, most of the time he's getting hit from behind mm-hmm. or he's running away from the defense with the ball. Yeah, not to say he's not. You know, hold on to the ball. Like you're trained to hold on to the ball. But my whole point is their offensive line is the big issue there. When you're when tw- when you have 29 fumbles, that's basically one every week. You're gonna f- your quarterback's gonna fumble once a week, okay? That's not good. No. Um, but yeah, no, I attribute a lot of that to the offensive line. He's got to hold on to the ball. Daniel Jones does, um, you know. And the, look, I, I think it's all you know, kind of a domino effect. You know, you have a shitty offensive line, you're gonna have a shitty turnover situation, and that's what's happening. Completely fair point. They, you talked about the O-line. They lost two starters last year from last year. Cameron Fleming started 16 games. Kevin Zeiler started 16 games. That's certainly not going to help. Andrew Thomas, they overdrafted him the year before in 2020. He had a solid year, not a great year, a solid year, but certainly you like what you saw out of him. Uh, I like the Kenny Galladay signing. I mean, look, the more weapons you can give Daniel Jones on the outside is fine, but to your point, if he has no time to throw the ball, it's not really going to matter. Right, it's sort of the Cincinnati Bengals effect where they drafted Chase instead of Sewell. If Joe Burrow can't sit back there and throw it to Chase, it's not going to matter. So you could potentially see that as well. Um, their offensive stats last year, Wags: 20, 31st in total offense, 29th in passing, thirty-first in points, twenty-ninth in third-down percentage, and they were sacked 
50 times, which is 29th. Um, look, this team is, you know, Gettleman, Joe Judge, Freddie Kitchens, uh, the Clapper as the OC. I mean, they're pretty much all in on Daniel Jones at this point. Third year is when these guys generally make the move, if they're going to make it. I'm talking about the quarterbacks. So we'll see there. The schedule certainly breaks for them. 25th overall as far as strength of schedule. Last year, the turnover differential, and this is amazing considering all the turnovers that I just talked about with Daniel Jones. This is how good their defense is. They were zero. They were right at zero on, on turnover differential, which was just incredible considering that Daniel Jones was giving the ball away basically at least once per game, sometimes, you know, 1.5. So they certainly, if he can just limit the numbers on the turnovers a little bit, the defense, I think, is going to be improved. He has a little bit more weapons. Obviously, you get Saquon back. At some level, he had an ACL tear, so we'll see. But uh, if he can be anything like he was prior to the injury, that should help. That said, if you're going over on this number, you know, this team had four wins. Then they had six wins last year. So you need them to now have two more wins. You need them eight wins to cash. So it, it, you mentioned you're, you're, you're leaning under. I'm certainly in the same boat there. I haven't made a play yet, but for me to get over seven and a half, you know, for, for this team to get to eight wins with the Clapper, with Joe Judge, with Daniel Jones. It's just a place I'm not at yet. So I'm going to, you know, dig in a little bit more and kind of see how things are coming out of training camp. I want to see how Saquon is for sure, how he's how he's performing, uh, you know, with that, with the uh, off the ACL surgery. They say he's going to be back sometime in, in September. We shall see. But uh, for me, I haven't made a play yet. A lot of it just has to do basically with the coaching and the uh, lack of quarterback consistency there. Yeah, and the Giants have a you know a bad draw in the sense that they have nine away games, right? So now with a mm-hmm. seventeen game season, you got an extra away game, um, you know, and you're on the road five of the last eight games. So, and of those away games, at Tampa, at Miami, at L.A. Chargers, at Philly, at Chicago. Now Philly and Chicago, again, it's like you can kind of say, oh, those those aren't you know that great of teams. But those are difficult environments to play in, um, and you're playing at Soldier Field the day after um, New Year's Day, so it's going to be pretty cold there, and you know it's just the elements and, and things that you have to take into account. So um, back, ha- you know, the front half of the schedule, you still have Washington and Dallas and the Rams and Kansas City, and then you got to go to Tampa and Miami and the Chargers and. It's just, you know, it doesn't line up well for the Giants this year, which is probably why I'm leaning on that under. Ooh, that Rams game with that Rams D-line, Aaron Donald. <laughs> Good luck, Daniel Jones. That's what Next I'm saying. Game. And look, what about the they first two Washington games? Washington twice, of course. Too. Yeah, well, yeah. they got to play Denver opening. You know, mm-hmm. Denver's got one of the best front sevens in the league in Washington week two. I mean, it just doesn't end. And how about New Orleans in week four? I, I, look, these <laughs> – they don't have it easy, the Giants. Um, the more I look at it, the more I'm uh, itching to get off this pod and go <laughs> go, go, maybe place a bet. I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah, the Giants are plus one and a half uh, week one versus Denver, so they are home dogs already, which I think says a lot there. So, yeah. But, again, I haven't made a play yet. I want to see how Saquon looks. And, and I don't think he's, he's certainly not going to be playing in preseason, but you can kind of read between the tea leaves as far as the beat writers and just sort of see how he's feeling. So, I mean, if, if that's a situation where – you know, they say, oh, he might not be back till week five, week six, whatever. I mean, that's a quarter of the season right there. So for you to cash this win total if you're playing the over, I think that they're going to at least need to bank a couple of those wins 
those games in September, you know, when they're playing Washington, Denver, Atlanta, New Orleans, not necessarily New Orleans, but somewhat of a coin flippy game there. So if he's out, that would certainly decrease their chances, in my opinion. All right, that is the New York Giants. We have one team left, Wags, in the division. It is the Philadelphia Eagles. A lot of changes coming with that team. We will get into them tomorrow. Uh, the website, guys, therealmysteryseal.com. Packages are up. Future packages are up, too. Of course, you can get the futures package separately, or they are included for free with any full-season college and or NFL purchase. So if you have any questions, just hit us up. Let us know your thoughts there. One more team left, Wags, in the division. The Eagles tomorrow for Wags. I'm ACL, guys. We will talk to you tomorrow with the Philadelphia Eagles.